Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. Hey, everybody. I just want to make a quick announcement. May. It's important. May we are, Lord willing, going back to the Holy Land. So the Encounter Tour has been rescheduled May 4 through the Encounter Tour to Israel. So excited. It's been rescheduled. Lord willing, all plans will be go. And I'd love to have you join us. So if you want more information, check out the show notes. There'll be a link. But also you can go to madisontravel.com. And you can look it up under Rachel and Michael Inouye. I-N-O-U-Y-E is the last name. And it'll tell you a little bit about the Encounter Tour. I'm so excited to encounter the Holy Land, encounter the people that go together and encounter the Holy Spirit in new ways. Hope you can join us. We've talked about doing this before, but we're finally doing it. So this is Jim Tor. I wish you could see him because he is a a gift to like all things creative and artsy (laughs) and like rock and roll sort of and a smile that would just like light up the room. You are amazing. So what I want to do though... Before we get too deep into the interview, is just ask you a few questions that are either or. Shoot. Answers fire away as quick mm-hmm. as you can, and there is no right or wrong. Okay? And that gets people used to your voice and mine together. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. So would you say you're an introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. Coffee, tea? Coffee. Dog, cat, neither, either? Dog. Morning bird or night owl? Morning. Okay. Books or movies? Movies. Okay. Silence, music? Music. Are you leaned in or laid back? Leaned in. Look at me. <laughs> you are to- I was going to say, if you say laid back, I'm going to be like, having a- okay, shower or bath? Shower. And driver or passenger? Driver. Yeah, totally. Okay, so yeah. you know that this podcast is called The Real Deal. Mm-hmm. And my dad is Richard Dean, RD. And he would always tell us to just be the RD, be the real deal. So it really freed me as a kid to just be who I was, just be the real deal. And he's an artist. And so he was always talking about the authentic thing, like, Leather should be leather, and wood should be wood, and you, not, no phony baloney. Everything should be the real McCoy. Okay, he would always say, like, I really like them. They're the real deal, right? So he is the springboard for and the catalyst for this. Okay, sure. I mean, and it's really instant. Um, who I call my mentor. Yeah. Um, and we live apart um, now, but um, Rick, Rick Burris. Okay. And he was, um, before, I, um, before I became... Uh, Christ follower. Yeah. Um, just an example that you were so intrigued to like want to get to know more. They had that magnetism yeah. and, and that, but it was it was real. You can you know you can sniff when somebody's yeah 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 got something up their sleeve. They kind of <laughs> they're trying to win you over to you know sell you something or whatever. Yeah. And so I just kept checking this guy out, and um, and so we we later got to hang professionally. And had more opportunity, he stayed at my house. Uh, he consulted us on some software things okay. um, for my business. And he was the real deal. Yeah. You know, this like just the, the smile and the charm and the um, presence. Yeah. So he was just, he, he is with you. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't processing something in the back of his head. And, um, and so he's the, he's the real deal for me. And it's Rick. Rick. Cool. All right, so it's interesting because I, before we went too much further, I just wanted to honor you. And if he is your mentor, I see that you you really reflect Rick's life. Because what I had written down is to let you know that I respect you because you treat people like they are the only one present. 
and I've watched you and observed you, and I think it's amazing. So I want to just honor you and thank you for that. I mean, it doesn't matter. You draw out the best in people. And I was even thinking, like, we'll get to the fact of how we know each other, but rehearsals and things like that. You're very honest, but you're very encouraging. So it's like people would only succeed around you. You you would be able to shape or... Um, Correct, but what I thought was so beautiful is I put this down. It's you get the most out of people, but it never through manipulation, but through the freedom for them to be who they are and your encouragement. So I just think that's really authentic, and I, wow. I really like how you will. You know how it's easy to sort of everybody gets on their phone or something, but you will purposely ask people questions and draw them in. And I notice they just put it away, and you're present. And they notice. So well, thank you. Thank, yeah, thanks. It's really neat. I, I, I often do think, where did this come from? Mm. There's certain times where I can tell my tendency is maybe to want to go, you know, walk along the wall and <laughs> get back to the coffee station or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And then I and I'll see myself doing something. And, and I think um, on occasion, you know, yeah. it's I realize it was learned a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. You model what, what you thought was so great you yep. know in this case in rick but you know if you do something too um and i've talked to a friend of mine about this it does become a pattern yep. and, and, yep. and a habit and mm -hmm. and but you know is it genuine do you really care about the people you're talking yeah. to or not so that's that's a good point but i do think that people feel um noticed by you and heard so i, th I think that's fabulous i just wanted to make sure i did that so um i heard a phrase today by bill johnson celebrate who people are without stumbling over who they are not right and i have this whole thought about calling out the gold in people rather than tripping over their dirt and but i think that you do that where you celebrate who they are rather than what they're not even in a musician you'll get what you can get out of them rather than you know you messed up on that area or you came into so tell me about how you got involved in music and how you got involved in your business because i sure. think you probably do both of those things yeah, both areas. that's so, I was wondering where we'd go today. Yeah. And, 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 and those would be really fun to share. I'll start with music. Um, and you mentioned, you know, like maybe a little bit of coaching you see, particularly with some of the younger folks yeah, yeah. that are that are on the platform. Uh, I'm right. thinking of um, Faith on yes. Bass yes. a couple of weeks ago or something like that. And um, and so I'll tell you this. Um, I have been in the, the worship band setting. Yep. For I, I, I was trying to remember what year, but let's say 16 or 17 years. Yep. Well, prior to that, right prior to that, I was a pretty young dad. And um, and I would take some time and go downstairs and pull out the guitar and the amp and just probably play something very loud. But I'd also, and if you know me, kind of like the achiever yeah. in, in me in that um, Enneagram 3 yes. type of guy. Um I, I'd always be, you know, working on something. So, like, could I learn this solo from this hard rock act right, right, that, right. I, that I loved? And um, and I and I'd work away at that. But I'd also um, sit in that room downstairs and go. Um, it was kind of like if a tree falls in the forest, does anyone hear it? Right, well, right. What am I doing this for? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not in a band setting right now. Right. And um, and so I'd work on those, and I think oh, I could be upstairs with my with my kids or yeah. I could be doing something productive and I was drawn to wanting to do this thing but it doesn't really have an outlet super convicted also at that time about how do you spend your time okay um 
I'm, I'm always prioritizing. I got to get ahead at work. If, if yep. I wasn't doing this, I was really kind of warring with what is it of these 45 minutes that it's not that I felt selfish, but like, is it the right thing I should do? And I put it before God and I said, I, I'm just feeling really odd about this. Mm. If, if I should be playing on the floor with my kids, would you let me know? Um, if I should be getting ahead by tackling something at work, you know, but this, this, you know, this, this little bit of a, a dead end just didn't seem yep. fruitful. And after um, a few weeks of thinking this, this odd way, I said, I, I got to do something about it. And I put my guitar on the wall and I said, I'm walking away from it. I'm, somehow I'm convicted that this isn't, it wasn't that it wasn't honoring him. It just, it just didn't seem like it had a, a, a runway to it, okay. a productive runway. And, uh, and I prayed and I said, replace that time um, with something. If you would show me, show me what I, what I should do. Nothing and, and nothing, you know, and I'm, I'm still feeling even odd about doing that. I didn't tell Andrea about it, my wife. Um, and the phone rang and a worship director at, um, at Westbrook at yeah. the time said, Hey, Hey, Jimmy, he, he for whatever reason, my mom. My dad, my sister, and, and, and John Newman called me Jimmy. Jimmy, okay. And, um, and, and he said, uh, hey, you know, you play guitar, right? Um, we've talked about it. Can, can, you, can you play next Sunday? And I'm like, I've always kind of really kind of wondered, like, mm -hmm. that would mm -hmm. be fun. How do you get into that? Yeah, right, I, right. What, I, I wouldn't have time to, to do that, you know, I, and, and, I, and I still really do work long hours in that. And, and, um, and I thought, an opportunity doesn't around come around like this very often right and i said I, I, yes yeah i do want okay. to play what do you do and he's like well i put out like a few songs and uh you know um uh, however um email those to you okay. then we have a rehearsal on this night and then we play on on sunday okay well i was actually kind of nervous because i haven't played with humans for right. for some time right so we put together this little set and um <laughs> and i show up and i'm thinking so not worthy <laughs> i'm not humans. gonna that's why I haven't played with humans in a while. Okay. You know? Yeah. It was to tapes. Yeah. And I was trying to be Eddie Van Halen instead of... Got it. Yeah. And so I went and I did this thing, and you know, and, and I'd say of uh, modern worship of that time. Yeah. I almost do feel like it was um, not maybe easy, but I mean, it was, it was like, there was four chords. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I, you know, it certainly wasn't like doing any solo or something like that. So it went really good. I had a blast. And, um, you know, Sue Gatso, yeah. who plays um, most weeks, she was she was in that incarnation of that band. So and um, and I thought, well, cool. And I was packing up my amp and putting it in the car. And I thought, well, that's really neat. Thank you, God. I got to do something with yeah. that. And, you know, I won't be doing it again. It was just, you know, I just filled in for somebody. And in fact, that was it. I was filling in for somebody who was going to be out of town okay. on, on guitar. And so, um, thanked everybody, took off. And um, I had a little little sad time in the car. I'm like, oh, I wish, I wish that was my thing. But um, the next week, or like by Tuesday, he had called again and he said, well, well that was really good. Um, and we're going to be out a bass player. So guess what? The guitar player will slide over to bass. Do you want to play guitar again? And <laughs> Rachel, you think you know this. You probably know the rest of the story. I kind of never left. Right. I was just going to say, and that was just an um, ongoing gig. Yeah. Of that era, um, there was five different bands at Westbrook. Okay. You got like a different flavor every right. week. And right. I wasn't in each of those. But of any that were sort of that um, 
you know, sort of rock. Right. They know, needed basis. the guitarist. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, so I was in a couple of two or three of those and, and really, really neat. Um, one of the singers, um, Phil Shank was up, um, you know, like, um, every third week or something like okay. that. And we start to get to know each other and we formed a band, a band that played outside of church. Um, we would, um, Great. play college and career type things yep. or Waukesha's, um, Friday night live yep. and, Oh, sometimes we'd get uh, a stage and lights and yep. the whole thing. We'd do some U2 and some Switchfoot and yep. some like really, really cool stuff that we love. We also recorded an album. Nice. Yeah. So um, here's here's my thing. And, and then you can get me back on track. No, no, no. This is good. Is that literally of this thing that I don't think God really had me at a crossroads. I had me at a crossroads. What am I going to do with my time? Time okay. was precious to me. It still is. Yeah. And so am I going to screw around with this guitar that nobody's going to hear or and, and, and yet putting it on that wall hook yep. and looking at it, not telling anybody right, and walking away know. from it. And, and he showed me, I'll do something with that for you. There you go. Some people tell me sometimes of worship, you know, thanks. That was cool. And by the way, as many people tell me, thanks. That was cool. Are probably like super annoyed by like loud <laughs> guitars. <laughs> oh, it's that guy again. Um, you know, probably rolling their eyes. But um, but no, very nice when somebody would say that or thanks for your gifts. And I'm like, oh, I don't think you understand. Right. This, this was, was an a, outlet. This mm-hmm. was a, yeah, and a gift God gave me. Mm-hmm. So um, we worked that out weekly. You know, I pray and thank him so much for musicians do want to play. Yep. That's really, that's, I mean, yep. I, we just, let's be honest. That's yep. true. But, um, you know, when you get, get some of the worship, um, ness, the, yep. the worship isms and, uh, and things, um, in the back of the mind, um, you can be very intentional about what heart you're bringing to worship right. or how you're helping, you know, maybe some others. And so, um, you know, kind of back to that point, um, is when I see some of the young folks, well, that's like how, kind of how I felt. Is like, you know, could I, could I present my gifts to the Lord yeah. in music? Could yeah. I? And you're like, oh, I know you're nervous or you're maybe wondering. You're all good up yep. here. We'll yep. take what you got. And I do remember coaching a couple couple folks. I mean, I'm, I'm not a multi-instrument guy, so I don't really know how to coach drums. What I end up coaching is more dynamics. Right, right. Are we going, can we get quiet? Are we going to build this up? Are yep. we, you know, what, what parts are we doing? Or, or indicate somebody could go work on something. Um, but, um, you know, like you said, take what they have yep. and then make them feel great about it. Yep. Because if they're in their head thinking about, am I playing the right note? Or right. am, I, do, am right. I doing this the way that you thought I should do it? Then it can... just cramps everything. Yeah. And everyone gets better by Sunday. Yep. You know, so these rehearsals can be rough. And then, and then it, it always tightens up yep. and it's all good. So you, you play more than once a month though now, like you play often, don't you? Yeah. You know, I would say, um, it's like three, three weeks yeah. out, of, out of the month. And, yeah. and, and I almost prefer the rhythm of being on yeah. than, um, you know, taking a, taking a break for, you know, really longer than a week. All of a sudden, I don't know. It's yeah. just such a fabric yeah. of, you know, uh, usually it's, you know, a couple new songs couple you've done before maybe you're relearning them also taking a look at who's going to be with you yep. um, on that platform and you know think about those strengths and what you'll need to to coach and stuff and so it's it's like a it's like um a good muscle to just yes. keep, keep yes in yeah. motion you do it really well you Thanks. really do you i can tell you have a lot of fun and i i do think you're 
being used in that coaching area too. And I didn't know that. Like even when I came for one of the times a few months ago, I, I didn't know that was part of the role that you played, which is great. Yeah, and I, you know, a little of it was that I just sort of um, assumed some things around uh, one era of, um, you know, and I was heavily um, musically mentored by some of those yep. um, uh, wonderful leaders from Susan Johnson. Yep to, um, you know, Sean, yep. uh, Sean Aaron, and others, others, um, John Newman back, uh, back then, just really uh, wonderfully. And so in this season of the last two years, there's been uh, one strong female lead. Yep. And, um, and I was just tapped by Sean that, hey, you know, um, so that they can focus on that front row of vocals. Yep. Would you help out? Would you musical yep. direct MD, um, sort of that back line, yep. the band? And in and then there too, I really actually felt privileged beyond what my capability was. Um, any of those people that I've just mentioned, um, good leaders that were examples to me, were multi-instrument um, okay. theory trained right, you right, know, right. folks. And and, this, and we're talking hard rock, long hair, gin. <laughs> you know, not qualified to do those things. But but I, you know, the end of that story. It's like go where you're a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And, yep. and and try it out and, right. and give it your all like um so it's just been fun and learning uh place for me yeah no you do it really well it's really good so i see your strength there in both coaching and mentoring but then also being a peer to some of the people who aren't really young or whatever mm -hmm. but how does that manifest at work and i do want to know a little bit more about your company and how yeah. things started and and if you want to go there, then dive right in. But I also want to know about Jimmy. Like, who, where did you grow up? Do you have siblings? How yeah. did you become who you are? Let's go there first. Okay, let's and, do and, that. And uh, boy, I hope this isn't your longest um, no, don't worry podcast about it. ever. Well, what's what's pretty interesting, um, and I'll often share this with people this way, Jimmy, thank yeah. you. That's a really fun way for me to even see myself in the story. Um, I'm one of six kids. Okay, which number? five okay and um what's it like being number five out of six yeah well here's the thing it, it was um sister sister brother sister packed a little closer together okay and then four years to me okay, okay. and and six years um back up to the brother so to between the boys six yep. years and my next closest was um kelly um four years um older than me and so while they're at you know, grade school and stuff, I'm home alone with mom. Yep. And I think I had the best of both worlds and that I was in a little bit bigger family, you know, mm -hmm. six. Yep. Um, three boys, three girls, kind of Brady Bunch style. Right, right. Um, but um, <laughs> so so I kind of enjoyed it. I adored my mom and, and Sesame Street and, and, and yeah. being with her. But then I had had this big clan. Um I think it's I think it's um public knowledge that my, my little brother was um uh, I don't want to say oops. <laughs> Probably unintentional. He was a serendipity at the end. Yeah. Um, and my parents chuckle um, that uh, that uh, they were on a, a vacation to Mexico and came back with Jack. Okay. <laughs> um, so six years, though, again, that way. Oh. So, um, so of, you know, as you say, Jimmy, um, it was pretty cool is... What I did there as my little independent self without, yeah. you know, um, maybe... Older siblings yeah. breathe it down your neck, kind of. I do everything I do today. Wow. I drew. Mm. I loved and played music and tried to sing and perform in front of my 
uh, anybody. Yep. Oh, I know. And I'd put on like a little like outfit, like yep. a suit. Yes. I thought because that's what I saw on TV. It was yes, like this. This so good. And um and and bicycles and cars. Yeah. Just just and and um it's everything I do today. I've I've always been <laughs> what you see. Isn't that cool though? Because some people shelve the very things they sure. love to do something or to assume something they think they're supposed to yeah. do. Yeah. Makes yeah. no sense. Um and so today, you know, um I um or of the last few days, um got to play and perform, you know, with guitar. I rode um uh, my mountain bike. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just fascinated in reading up and, and love driving and, and, and all types of different, um, uh, cars I'm enthused uh, with. And, and then my career is, is, uh, really drawing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's art, um, or what it stemmed from. Um, uh, it, it stemmed from, from the love of, of drawing. You so, totally fit in my family. Is that right? Yeah. With my dad and with my boys and yeah, yeah there, I used to wonder if they, we're going to like have their head tilt one side because it's not that they're not logical, but they're just, they're very creative. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And they get to enjoy the very things you're talking about, yeah. which is really fun. So the business wise, you became, you were, go ahead. You were, you were, um, drawing or doing things that were creative. And was that getting noticed in school? I mean, like, were, yeah. were you achieving or were you just knowing that I just like this. Well, so as I as I would you know noodle around, um, even as as the young guy at home in that, um, I I was making like a little um, you know fan club out of my mom and my brothers and sisters. Yeah. I I would draw cars. I'd merge the two, and and we're talking a, a five year old that like in perspective. Yep. I mean, I just adored the art form yep. of drawing, and I liked the sculpture of cars, and I would not. So there's pages and pages of these things. Yep. And, um, and so they were sweet to like, say, you're so good in that, but right. I, I, it was encouraging. And then, um, yeah, I, I, I know high school, um, it was like, um, most likely to be an artist, Yep. but I sort of, um, uh, you know, shirked the, the title. Yeah. Like, oh no. All I knew of art and this is mid eighties right? was, um, you know, like starving artists, like the, the show on the on the front grounds of, right. of a university or something right. where please buy my art. That's right. not very good. Right. And I'll put it back in the trunk of my car. car and, later, home. Yeah. Away. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, no, I, I like want like a career that would pay bills. I've, I've, you know, yeah. I, um, I, I wanted to have a legit something, you know, right. people ask me, well, so what do you want to be in? I'm like, well, a dentist, my dad is a dentist. I'll probably be a dentist. And they're like, really? Like you're, you're an artist. And I'm like, okay, but well, wouldn't you know, the, the guidance counselor at my school set up a career day. And um, and this young man came and he had like a skinny tie and, yeah. a, and a suit and <laughs> a portfolio. I'm opening my hands like yes, almost like a Bible. Because it was that. Like, like, like it wasn't on big... an iPad. No. It was, yeah. And I'm like, interesting. I'm, well, I'm going to go check this guy out. And he had done, I think he had done like an album cover for the doobie brothers or yeah. something like this he'd done some other things for you know like rock and roll like posters and yeah. and, and something else maybe um summer or or the mall or something like that like, i could identify because yeah. i'd been doing like the play posters yep um i did uh like three heavy metal bands like logos around yep. town and and you know like that was one way i got to hang out with these guys was to do their the art on the front of their yeah. drum uh the the bass drum or something and i'm like 
well, so what's this all about? I'm asking the guy. I'm intrigued. And he told me where he went to school and and how what the degree was like. I'm like, there's a career. It's called graphic design. Yeah. I just didn't know the terms. Right, right. And it's no longer what we call graphic design. Right. Anyway, now we call it branding. Right. Branded marketing or something like that. Right. And and and, um, and so, okay, well, I set off in his footsteps and... Um, I set off that way, but um, I got bored with the school. I didn't. I didn't find the school um, that I started at to be like. I didn't feel like they were really earning their keep. That was pro- they. They promised like an internship that didn't. Okay. Manifest. So I bolted, and and um, <laughs> I bolted. I yeah, love it. Yeah, and I and I um, changed schools. I went out to Arizona State um, for a couple reasons, but um, just fantastic program had two internships wow. I, um and and what what i was learning um wasn't just drawing okay now it is um a communication arts yep. type of thing yep so it's um you know it's word and image and um and and it was not yet really called brand and marketing right but it i'm wired that way right and so it was the seeds it was got what god was showing yeah. me will equip you to you know have a foundation in in what will be your career one day and so um it was it, it was easy for me i actually got hired by that second internship fantastic place called fisher design wow. in phoenix they're still around they're still my friends and um and did some amazing stuff just really really neat a lot of logo work uh chance to work um with uh Phoenix Suns and um, other sports teams. Also, like the whole business side of things. Yeah. You're designing multi-page annual reports. Okay. um, Brochures, um, all sorts of packaging even. And so it was was great. Um, But um, I think what it was for me as a young guy, um, I'm kind of an ace designer, okay. You know, they're bringing in work and I'm doing it and it's, it's, it's successful. But I always wondered what of my employer, what were those discussions like when they went to the client and mm. heard of the issue or prompted out of the client, you know, um, what is the communication need between you and who? You and your customer, you and your employees, you and board members? Like, like how's, like, what's yeah. that all about? I want to be in those conversations. And I, I wasn't maybe qualified to, but I just, I longed for a seat at that table. And so the unrest had me um, start my own thing. Wow. And, you know, and, and, and to do it when I was young and like literally foolish enough. Yeah. To, to decide to the curiosity was going to, you were going to do it. Yeah. You were going to do it. Because Rachel, the step that I stepped over, like just was ignorant to even know was, oh, guess what? The clients don't just come to you. <laughs> Right. Oh, I skipped over the step where I would actually have to go make all those connections and intrigue enough that, that they would want to entrust me to do something. Now Now I'm basically saying never done before because I was, I was just receiving and doing visuals, right? right. not conducting right. these, um, but, but um, in that lack of comfort zone, in that yeah. uncomfort, God... And 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 a need. I mean, I had to sell, or I wasn't going to right. eat. And um, so, um, was this th- still in Phoenix at the time? This was me actually coming back, back this direction. Midwest. Okay. So just gotten married. Okay. Um, the year prior, and um, and what comes next, right? You yeah. think about house. You think about kids. 
And so um, Phoenix just didn't feel right. Yep. I grew up like BMX kid running around in the woods. Yep. Um, parents never needed to know where I was at. That doesn't really happen out right. in the in that in the Southwest that way. Um, if you've been out there, it looks like these cinder block small yards mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and that. And so I was just a step ahead, going. I think if I'm going to plant down somewhere and start something, I would do it back here. So I went and did that. And and what I learned in the next 12 months is um, was astounding. You know, I learned that I could sell. Yeah. That I loved communication, and yeah. I, and then I did. I just it was not able to flex that. Um, I you know I I, I um, set up this basically graphic design right. brand shop. Okay. Yeah. And I got. I got stung by somebody that didn't pay me, right? Yeah. Um, I had um, begun to hire because um, uh, small amount of success, you know, right away in, yeah. in, in, in selling some of that work and doing good work and, um, you know, uh, having to fire somebody. Yeah, or all those firsts. All those firsts. All of them. All happened like in the first year. Oh, really? Not okay. to say they got out of the way, but like, yeah, you had to be, you could only be crazy enough to to do this leap of faith um and, and do that then and um and then god bless you know i would really say the next um seven years or so not unchallenged but like very much just in an additive season yeah okay okay so um able to um bank some more and bigger clients yep. which meant i could hire some more people and do better work yeah you know more work that we are proud of that was more visible and these types of things and then you think about the era we're in now yeah i don't have to describe 2020 to no. anybody no but um 9 11 yep then certainly the crisis of 2007 and 8 i've experienced those now yes. and um and and able to you know have these perspectives to look back on so i'm thankful for those but but by and large outside of the events that are those 2020, 2000. Right, that are kind of happening universally. They're not just yeah. happening to just your company. Yep. They're biggie, biggies. Yeah. I've been blessed really with um, percentage of growth, mm -hmm. you know, year over year. Um, and, uh, yeah, what a blessing. Yeah. And so um, I hope that's just a, a thread for you. Yeah. We have not had this conversation, no, Rachel, before. So, um, yeah, fun for me to share with you the business side of me. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know the business side of you. Yeah. But that is that is excellent that you just started and just then it got started. blessed and you kept going. But I, it's interesting because one of the things that I wanted to know is, is there a pain point in your life? Has there been something? Because sometimes pain brings a new level of growth. And so was is some of the pain that's ever happened in your life been just in business? Or do you have some personal or I don't know. Sometimes yeah. we grow more during that time. Oh, for sure. I think I think there's there's a there's a there's a thread of it, you know, and I think for the artist, um, the just sort of um, you know that artist pain, yeah, of like I'd really like to be doing it this way, or um, I wish I could work on the art form, but I have to tend to the business side. Yep, and there's a lot of creativity in the business side. So sometimes I wish I could stay there, but oh, that project's got to get mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. So um, in leading the the thing, yep, my company CI Design. Um, That's I, the name of it, CI Design. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like um, I I sort of just 
uh, have to um, weigh which side am I working on? And then we get back to where we started. Yeah. This conversation um, is being present. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot coming at me. Yeah. And, and then and then you're wanting to, um, well, I and I'll often say it from the negative side. Uh, if I was coaching somebody and, and just last week I was, I said, you, I don't want to go. Uh, and I'm recommending uh, some advice to this person last week. I said, there's nothing more, um, what's the word? Where you have to backtrack okay, and kind of go back and cover your steps. What I really meant to say, um, I don't mind saying I'm sorry. Yeah. But like if, if I shortchange somebody in the moment that they need some help on a project or some coaching or something like that, and I'm short and, yeah. and snippy with them, it takes me more time to go back. Yes. Yes. And cover that over. So, uh, you know, I've learned hmm. to some of what you were uh, kind to say about being present to people, but a, a bit at my expense at times. Okay. Because you do, you park what you had set out for your goals for that day. Um, yeah, to go be like present. To be, yeah. And so I, and, and I've sort of operated a little bit in deficit there where I just, there's, sometimes there's just too much. Yep. Maybe I've yep. said yes to too much. Yeah. Um, it's also grown to 37 people. Wow. And there's just a lot of, wow. <laughs> just a lot going on. Yeah. And in this era here too, you know, um, wanting to, um, you know, keep it, keep, keep it moving and yeah. keep uh, um, everybody on staff and yeah. um keep have you been able to during this time by and large yes oh, so we had um just a couple small adjustments um uh, that we that we made but headcount is and remains um, wow at, at 37. wow yeah people are blown away when they hear that because i you know i don't know if they thought it was you know um me and greg let's pause a second if you are enjoying the real deal with rachel in a way subscribe rate and review it i appreciate your support all right Back to the real deal. So you know yeah. Greg Marshall. Yeah. He yeah. and I um, have had the chance now to work together for um, eleven. I think we're entering our eleventh year. Wow. Is he one of your first hires? Oh, so no. So we go back. I, I Rachel, this is um, just celebrated year twenty-seven. Oh no, he's not one of your first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time running. Yeah. And um, and so that's, that's that's amazing. When I'm talking about you know. Um, you know, sort of, if, or maybe I didn't finish this, the thought, but, but think of what God has done for yeah. me yeah. from that, 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 that guy that didn't even know what he was doing when he yeah. dared to start a company to yeah. till now it's been blessed. It's yeah. been protected is the word I'm using That's these so days good. So because, good. um, you know, we are reflective of not only 2020, but those past years. And I'm like, you look back, if you want to see where it's going, Jim, um, God is telling me, look where I've brought you Amen. from. Amen. So, so one of the things I say in one of my talks is look back with gratitude so you can look forward with faith, right? Look back with gratitude, look forward with faith. Because if you look back with regret, you look forward with fear. You know, like literally there's yeah. the, the negative of those. But you've seen the way he's worked, so you know yeah. he doesn't change. Yeah. So he will continue to bless you. He will continue to protect you. He will continue to be with you and guide you and all those different things. But that's really And I'm starting wonderful. to see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just starting to Are you able to, to celebrate or do you always feel like there's a, because the, the three on the Enneagram would always like to achieve the next thing. And that's not a bad thing. They're very driven people. Yeah. You, you're definitely, you're on to me, right? Yeah. Um, so, um, so yes, um, I, I am. 
because um, we just owe that to him. We yeah. have to say thank you, like even for a minute. Um, uh, a lot of times, uh, maybe there's been a, a, a month that I'm is it like a little bit of a nail biter. Yeah. I really try to make each month fiscally sound, yep. you know, Correct. like, you know, payroll and expenses and, and income and, and, and profit or if we're, if we're lucky to have that. Right. And, um, and there's been times where, you know, on the 30th, I'm like, whoa. You did it again, God. Yeah. But I'm already worried about the next month, right? And I'm like, that's so unfair to him. And I'm like, just take a, take an hour. I don't know. And I've even contemplated like saying, okay, like that whole next day, like the first is we, we thank. We yeah. thank and yeah, thank yeah, yeah. and thank um, myself just in my own heart. And so I'm, I'm working on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that Enneagram 3. I read this. Did you see this, Rachel? Um, one of our Instagram Enneagram champions. Okay that you probably follow too, um, said all Enneagram threes are workaholics. All workaholics are Enneagram threes. <laughs> so make no mistake. And it's funny. It's a word that, that I, I, I would have, you know, really all oh, been embarrassed to say, yeah, I'm a workaholic. Who would say that? Right. Yeah. But I was the first to get in and the last to leave and hyper present mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. clients and, employees for 26 years yeah. of this and and it was is taking a toll on yeah. on me yeah and so when you talk about you know has there been a pain yeah i mean it was wearing me out physically mm, mm. um mentally whatever but like, you changed up some things during this past i did season though so tell me what you did differently you, you always had to get there really early i really did you know and i say that um even if for the practical yeah uh standpoint of two uh things beat rush hour traffic okay because if you left at 6 15 it would cost you you know 29 minutes but if you left at 6 30 it was 45 minutes and like i mean i'm really down to minutes right right you know even when I, so yeah. um there was that but also you know if i dared to even get a little prepared for all of the um different conversations of the day i need a little alone time so i get in get yeah. in early and then um throw um sort of caution to the wind for the rest of the day and and then kid myself oh yeah i got in a little early i'll leave later you don't yeah there's just always something else so for so many years you know these 11 12 hour days and then maybe commute on on the end of that and um when there's how i like to say it and i think we maybe covered this a little bit this weekend um when we saw each other yeah um i'm in the business i really like to say now um of of the company uh, the business of disruption. Yeah. So we'd like to go to a company and say, how have you been doing it? What, uh, how have you been telling your brand story? Yeah. How about internally? How do, do, do your employees know what they're invited into or, um, things that Greg could, could even talk to right. f- far better, but I mean, I'm equally passionate about, and, and then we'll say, well, can you look at it from this angle? Yeah. And, and what if, and, and, you know, and really encourage them on, on, um, on telling that story a little different through some disruption. Well, what do we do when we're given um, disruption? Right. We're given disruption. Now, that's been all these months. Some of your forced list- it to, you know, yeah, anyways. Yeah, forced it. And, and, you know, we hope the disruption in our personal lives, you know, isn't maybe the death of somebody or yeah. these, these things. That would be, that'd be a type of disruption that, that, that should cause, you know, little 
um, that would that would cause more on the pain side. But but I could look at anything barring that as what are you going to do with it because it's it's an opportunity mm-hmm. to see something a different way. Um, and and in this case, um, there's so many things we don't like about 2020. But what could we see in the disruption of 2020? Personally, for me, I said, look, I. I, I don't have to go in. 37 people are finding a way to work remotely wonderfully. We'd actually even stress tested this. And my COO had um, implemented like some work at home days for a number of years. Okay. So we tested how teams could yep. work and yep. how the, they would do their daily meetings and things like that. So I had some confidence in that. Didn't know if we were in for like, what, three, four weeks, we thought. Right, right, right. And, and here we still are. But when I had permission now because the whole world did to stay home right jim sit down yeah stay home (laughs) it just wasn't it wasn't anything my body would even allow me to do um it was awkward for the first couple days and i said now what are you gonna do at least with your commute time right at least come on that's that's a gift back to you what are you going to do with it and so um because it's uh, at least 30 minutes you know 45 right yeah depending and, okay. And, and yeah, and add snow or anything else yeah. to it. Okay. And um, and so I began to work out. The thing I craved was the last thing I'd afford myself. Mm. So I don't know. There's probably some other deep therapy you could give yeah. me on, on that, <laughs> like some kind of martyrdom past or something like that. But um, but I I literally I yep I'm gonna get in there right away in the morning. But I I'm by golly I'm gonna take off early and I'm gonna come home and I'm gonna work out. Yeah. I crave it. I love it. Yeah. But I was not. I was not doing it. It always would go by the wayside. It's it's true of a lot of people. It really is. Sure. Yeah. And so um, I um, I so I start my day with um, uh, with a workout, and and that's mandatory now. Like my body wouldn't even know how to respond with not doing mm, it. Like get so out of good. bed and I go take care of something for myself. And I and I I had I had really deprived myself of of a few things that you know just really were out of out mm. of balance. So that's really neat. And uh, certainly being at home, we shared just a, a little bit before we yeah. jumped on the microphone here right. too. Um, or no, no. I was listening to your podcast with Gail. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you were talking about um, being home yeah. um, and Michael being on the phone. Yeah. Oh, flipped lives. The flipped lives. It was so different. Yeah. Like, I didn't say anything to anybody or go anywhere. And didn't have an audience. The talker's and he not was talking. Just talking, 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 so um, anyway, I'm trying to think of the originating uh, question that took us on this. But no, just that um, that you now have that time to do that. Yeah. It's been a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm really thankful. Um, I just feel like I'm... I'm definitely breathing mm. um, a little a little better there. And it, and it comes around. Then, then you're taking better care of yourself and mentally. Yeah. How, how could you expect that I... How could I trick myself that I was that sharp all the time if I was only right. expending and 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 something something wasn't the highest quality I could give. So I, I feel I feel it it's it's it's, it's great. made a better you. Yeah. Really. 
And because we're holistic beings, right? So when we take care of our body, you know, and we sleep better, we sleep better, we'll eat better. You know, it's like you can't trace it all out. But the interesting thing to me is that that you paid attention, that you were given that time, and then you're very time conscious. Because think about the guitar, and you didn't, like from the beginning, you didn't want to play the guitar if it was just going to waste time. So now you've been given this time in the morning, you're like, I don't want to waste time. And you used it, which is really great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 really grateful for our friendship and and how it's coming around and and you know these these things that we talk about the enneagram and yeah. and have like a common language around yeah. that and I know it's like it feels a little trendy right now but it's so helpful of this time awareness mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I I know it it doesn't it, it it's um not veiled I talk about it I, I think a lot of it comes from the, I think one of though though I identify as as a three yeah what are your wings four okay um on the artist side right but um there's something in the triangulation or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that i really act a lot like a seven and a seven is like go do it all and let's get it all an adventurer almost you know a celebrator and yeah and i would say i um though though i i I do know why i think i i identify and test like more like a three would um, that this seven is like, I really want to do it all, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And, and that's something I can work on. But therefore, I, yeah, I've stretched myself. And so, 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 so then that clock, I hear that ticking yeah. a little bit more. Guess when I don't hear the clock? I don't hear the clock when I'm playing. I was just going to say. And in worship. Okay. So yep. that is this other sacred yep. place. You almost lose yourself then. Yeah. You lose that other. That's so cool. So do you go to sleep at night with an awareness of what you've done or what you feel you didn't do? Excellent question. Um, probably what I didn't do. I, I, I do think that's true. Um, yeah, I'm just yeah. curious. You know, so then it's a driver for maybe the next day or the next season or the next month or whatever. It's a little bit of a driver in you. Yep. How about when you go on vacation? Do you actually vacate? Do you actually, or are you one who might even bring something that has to do with the next step sure. for you? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to relearn a lot of things, you know, um, because I patterned them poorly through the, um, through the, you know, tw- over yeah. 25 years. Yeah. Um, I will wear myself out to a, you know, a nub okay. before I go on a vacation because okay. I want it to be so sacred and off the yeah, grid yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I like wreck myself. And then there's that little bit annoying to want to check in. So over the last couple of years, I've sort of transitioned okay. to where, you know what, like, no, there's no big deadline. You got, you're never really going to be done with everything right. or have a complete to-do list. So I'm a little more graceful about um, expectations for what is on and off time. And so some of this work at home or working from home has, has helped that yeah. smooth out too. Yeah. Blur like, the line a little bit. Yeah. Feel like doing something on a Sunday afternoon because it'll set you up for a better week. Okay. Why don't you do that? Yeah. Because I used to actually, you know, shove that away um, and be a little nervous about it. Well, okay. Why, once you do that and then you can, and you can knock off a do little early relax. money. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm negotiating with right. myself a lot. Right. Because it's that achievers yep. thing in me. So for the achiever, or maybe not only for the achiever, but it's something I can often see people do, and um, they're really kind to others. They're just kind to others, but not always kind to themselves. Yeah. 
Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like they would give another person a break or they would see something, but not always kind to themselves. So I just pray that you'll give yourself permission to be as nice to Jim as you are to other people. <laughs> Thank you. I, I like that prayer a lot. And, and, and yeah, and I think, I, you know, we're all uh, you know, work in progress. I, yeah. I, I think I, I, I am working on that. I have a, a heightened awareness of it. And um, yeah, better times ahead, yeah. I think. Some, um, good, some good changes, though. Mm-hmm. Really good changes. Yeah, and and on the other side of this, whatever that means, yeah, I know a lot of what we were talking about here of this disruption will stick. You know, I just, I just, um, uh, it's a, it's a pattern that I, I'm not looking forward to going back to. Right. And how can I be maximized in all areas of my life, but in a little bit kinder, kinder uh, yeah. way? Well, because kind, if we say you're kind to yourself, it it might allude to the fact that that means you're going to be lazy or you're going to give yourself too much buffer. That's not even what I mean. You know no. what I mean? Because you're never going to get there. <laughs> you just won't. <laughs> it's nope. not who, you, who you're wired to be. <laughs> so to think you're going to be kind yourself shouldn't bring up any fear that you would just become lazy at, at all. Right. You would just have a little bit more margin and grace in your own life, maybe. Yeah, you know? true. But, yeah. Okay, so um, what would you say to someone or what would you say to a younger version of yourself? Or what would you say to some young listener out here about the real deal, about being the real deal? Just what advice would you give anybody? Well, you know, first I want to say I'm learning from some of the youngest people that I encounter, um, some employees, mm-hmm. some interns, some of those uh, musicians. Um, what I And my kids. Yep. Um, They're great teachers. Oh, and, and you know what? I think I learned from this generation right now is um they've kind of been the real deal where did they where did they learn it or pick it up from i i i just i love that they say things that would have embarrassed me um to to admit of myself in high school yep grade school um they just they put it out there yep and um and i'm just so impressed Mm -hmm. uh when they they would say oh you know a shortcoming and just just put it out there, or I, I never do this right, and, and not not in a demeaning way, but you right. know, like just just honest. Yeah, I I spent a lot of those years, I think, um, trying to cover what I thought people thought I should be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and conditioning them for you know um, how to feel about me, and that's that's ridiculous. And so um, when I realized you didn't have to, and let's say. Maybe even still work in progress, but you know, sometime in yep. in my thirties, um, just inviting the humility and the transparency. How good that felt to say, you know. Yep. Um, so, but advice, advice, um, it, particularly, I'm thinking of of some of the young people I mentioned. It, you know, it would sound cliche to say you can you can do it, you can do anything you want to, but it's. If if you really want to be the best DJ, and my son was um, doing some really extraordinary things with music at a young age, yeah, um, or um, you know, go and 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 pursue that. Okay, what does that mean? It at least means study it up, put in the time. A lot of people say they want to do something that they don't yep, put in the don't time. Do something. Are you right. putting in the time? Are you reading and seeing what others are doing, even if online? But hang in those circles. Go ask somebody if you can shadow them and watch them. It's just it's just a simple request, you know. And you watch maybe um, maybe I have seen some young people a little frozen. Where would I start? Right. And you have to say these very 
very simple things and they still you can still see were they going to follow your advice were they going to call that three-year-old uh, three years older than them yeah, you know person um, to shadow peers or whatever yeah and you can tell no they're not going to and i would just stay with them until they'd admit yeah i'm gonna call them do you want me to call them for you can i yeah. set up a meeting i'm a connector yeah, is what, yeah you are definitely a connector so so I, I i would stay in the uncomfortability until they would understand no i mean yeah that they'd probably be honored to to, to be asked by you nine out of ten will give you the time and before you know it, you have a little um, vocabulary mm -hmm. or an experience yes. that will show you you can do it. So um, if you owe it to yourself to mm -hmm. take the next step. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I just tried to point point yeah. at those things. So good. So good. Because fear will stop people right now. It stops any of us yeah. in our tracks. But it doesn't have the power to do that. Especially we, if you step over it. I love that when you said you just stepped over this huge thing that you didn't even know was there when you started your business. Just sheer ignorance <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you didn't talk yourself out of it because you never even yeah had the conversation with yourself <laughs> which is really good and i and i, and I guess you know <laughs> so let, good. we gotta at least give give god the credit like he he'd let it happen yeah he knew what i needed and yeah. and like he isn't going to paint the steps necessarily for you but um but but showed me what was required mm -hmm. knew in me i was i was going to achieve through it so okay, Jim. Mm -hmm. Now, now, what are you gonna do? You need to learn how to sell this. You need to learn how to deal with an employee issue or something. So, I'll be here for you. But, um, yep, he was there every step of the way. But he wants you to step. You know what I mean? Like you think yeah. of a toddler when they're walking. Somebody's kind of holding their arms up at first. You, you know what I mean? But they're right there. But you have to do the stepping. You know, or the, or you're falling and they're clapping because they're cheering for yeah. you. But it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Well, I really um. We could just keep talking. I really we'll probably love just keep this. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I really love her. Well, how about this? Can I ask you back um, of, uh, you know, you mentioned your dad yeah. and, and brothers in, in art and stuff like that. My sons. Or, I'm sorry, yeah. your sons. Yeah. Um, but of you, like what, as I, as I went on about either path, you know, let's say um, music or, yeah. or um, my business, what, what, what parts were you, where did you see yourself? Um, maybe on a parallel or something like that. Well, I, what I really liked is that you just went for something, but that it hadn't changed drastically from when you're a youth. And I find that parallel to me. And I, I almost want to unlock that in people sometimes because I think they don't realize the very thing that jazzed them as a kid, that they found pleasure in, that they were... Nobody paid them, but they did it anyway. Those things can follow you in life because God's that good at putting you together when he wires you. You know what I mean? So you don't have to divorce yourself from the very things you loved as a kid. Yeah. And so when you said you would hope that your older siblings would watch whatever it was you would do, or I totally agree with that. I, I remember, I'm the fourth girl, no brothers, but I would be learning a new song on the guitar and I would be singing, you know, some blown in the wind, who knows, singing some sort of John Denver song, whatever. But I would say, you guys need to sit down here and listen. And they'd be like, we don't have to sit down to listen, Rachel. We can be anywhere. But there was this part where I wanted them to sit so they could both watch, which there's that little bit of that performer, right? Yeah. You know, but it was important because then they would say that was good or whatever to have that, um, I guess encouragement from the older siblings is a yeah. good thing, but I'm the youngest, and there, I identify with um, 
especially since your brother was even years later. Mm -hmm. But then the art. Um, my dad, when he would draw things, it's literally like magic because you don't understand what the lines are sometimes and all of a sudden something begins to appear, you know, and he really is amazing. And then my son, interestingly enough, his middle name is my maiden name because there are only girls in my family. So I wanted him to carry on my dad's side and it was the firstborn. And he is a lot like my dad in the artistic way. He, he was named after the surname, but he really has an ability to draw. And he got, he got his job because somebody saw his Instagram, right? They just, somebody had been following him from when he went to Stout. Um, but when you said drawing cars, I, I don't even understand what Michael does, but he'll start and he'll get the perspective line or he'll get whatever. Uh -huh. And then he, your, your phone or your iPad or whatever takes pictures every so often it kind of takes a little snapshot. Yeah. So he'll show you from the beginning what the car looks like, but then he reverses and starts with just a few of the lines. And I provided him paper. I read aloud during homeschool <laughs> so he could draw, but I didn't teach him half of what he's doing. And it's just amazing to see like that you're given a gift and when you hone it and steward it and work on it and like you said, ask questions and find yourself in circle, you really do get good at things, you know? So we had a talent show at the uh, cabin in northern Minnesota, and it was so fun. We had an Abba night. We were all dressed up. We, somebody sang a worship song. Somebody, you know, folded a towel to make it look like an elephant. I mean, it was just all fun, whatever. But the master of the house asked Michael, do you have a talent? He was going to say no. But he went ahead and showed one of those things and put it to music, and we put it on the huge big screen of the big lodge that we were in. I wept. Because it really is a gift to be able to draw like that. Yeah, you know, and, you, 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 and uh, don't you see your son's like heart in in yes. the the lines? Yes. I mean, it's really like that the expression of drawing yeah. for anyone's talents yep. level. Yep. But then when it's really special, yep. like you're talking about with Michael. Yeah, it's wow. really cool. It's really cool. So I'm always amazed. I'm, and I mean, I like to draw, but I haven't done anything like that in a year. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. I, you know, then what we have in common there is like a little bit of a certain blessing that like we are who we were even yep. when way back. Yep. And I have a heart for those that, they're, like my wife, I mean, I don't think she had a calling for exactly what she was going to do or want to do, right. you know, in the way that little Jimmy, you know, yeah. is big Jim. Yeah. And, 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 and somewhat for you, Rachel. And so when I when I see in a you know Faith Sandretti on yes. base, yes, I'm just like, oh, you go, girl, yes. like yes. the coolest thing, and she's doing so well, and and it was special family and a special yes. uh, girl that she is, but so so I don't I don't know um, if it's Faith or I don't know if it's uh, if it's the next um, you know person that I would that that I would meet, but when I talk to um, uh, some some younger folks like you can tell they just they're not drawn to a thing yeah they didn't bank yep. um you know a clarity of yep. of what they were good at and they're still longing for it and and that's when i know that like i just want to stay a little bit more in conversation with those folks mm -hmm. and um you know maybe it's college maybe it's trades maybe it's a hobby on the weekend but just you know like encourage them like yep. we'll, we'll go with that taste yep. taste that for yep. a while and um and then of of if even say my own daughter yeah you know she had she had a pull to be in um you know something design 
but had headed off to college to do more like generals. Yep. And um, and see what would emerge out of that. Um, she has since come back um, to um, interior design mm. and is sort of flourishing in that. Mm-hmm. I think I could have told her that. I think yep. her mom was telling yep. her that. But, you know, let them feel the spectrum it. and discover mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, But my heart's for those that it's, it's just not as crystal clear from right. the beginning. Me too. You know? Because it has to feel um, a little odd or maybe almost like you feel misguided when you aren't. You're just not, it hasn't all been unearthed yet. But sometimes I think it's, it is a blessing to feel like you know either what you're good at or what you enjoy. So one of the questions sometimes I ask someone is like, well, what do you find that you will lose time doing it? You know, that's an important thing because I used to have to lead for Bible study and I used to have to lead songs and worship or whatever. And I would put all the, I mean, this is when I used paper and paper was all over the floor, you know, and I would be singing this and figuring out that and would this one work with this one? And, And then all of a sudden I'd be like, oh my word, my husband is going to be home. I don't have any dinner. And I don't know what time I sat down, maybe three or two 30. You know what I mean? When you the lost kids were yourself done, in it. Totally lost myself. So I realized that kind of thing is something uh, the person may not pay attention to, but that means you love it yeah. and you're passionate toward it. Or the, the harder would be, they don't think they're good at it because they think everybody loves it or everybody's good at this. No, everybody's not good at that. And so part of the real deal at the end, that you know, he usually says, Rachel, in a way, celebrating your significance and the genius of God in you. It's really true because God has put something in there. And I would, I would even submit that God has a purpose and then he puts the person around it. Don't Instead you? of like he built a person and filled them. But like literally, this is my purpose. I'm going to fashion Jim around it. It's beautiful, yeah. And if we get it to participate and help, help somebody see that, you know, how cool. Right, right. So I do think you do that. I think you celebrate people well. So I respect that about you for sure. But I'm really glad that we've had this time to just kind of talk. Maybe we'll have to do another one. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, what, what a fun thing. Because like our friendship is still newish. Yes. And we'll just do this in front of a mic and yeah. get to know each other. Yeah. Really. <laughs> well, that's, the fun thing is I thought, well, I don't have to even worry about what I will ask him because a lot of questions are just things I don't even know yet. Right. Yeah. Is there anything else time. that you would want to say, though? I don't want to There's nothing else. Yeah. This is just really cool. You did cool. great. You're Thanks. amazing. <laughs> it was so easy. Thank you. Didn't have to pull anything out of you. Either. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, well, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Can I pray for you? Please. And then pray for our audience. I'd yeah. do that. Okay. So, Father, thank you so much for Jim. Thank you for who he is, God. I just praise you for what you did in him. I just ask a blessing on his life, God. Continue to be the God who does exceedingly and abundantly above all he could ask or imagine. And ask is his prayer life, God, and imagine is his dream life. And so just blow him away in both of those areas. I speak a blessing over his health, over his rest over his wife, over the marriage, over his children, over his sphere of influence, over his um, business and his company and his employees, Lord. And I just thank you, God, for the ways that you're going to use him and catapult him into your future for what you already see for him, Lord. We know it's already been decided, but I just bless him, God. Thanks for this time together today. And Lord, we just bless the real deal audience, Lord. We just pray that wherever they are and whatever it is they find themselves doing, whether it's in a car or on a treadmill or outside uh, somewhere warm or somewhere cold lord i pray 
that you would allow them to know that they have the genius of God in them as well. And so I pray that it would bubble up, that they really could be authentically who they are, the real deal. So Lord, you see them, let them know you're right with them, and that you are wooing them to know you even deeper. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much. It's Can't a wrap. Wait to hear it. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.